everyone and thanks for tuning into UBS Global Research Pod Hub a channel that shares insights from economists strategists and equity analysts on the pivotal questions and events shaping today's markets My name is Tanvi Gupta Jain and I work as Chief India Economist with UBS and in this episode we are going to be taking a look at Asia supply chain shifts I'm joined by my colleagues Ms Grace Lim senior ASEAN economist Mr William Deng Asia and China economist and Mr Sunil Tirumalai chief gem equity strategist Welcome Grace William and Sunil and thanks for joining me today There are five key questions we would like to address First who are the best candidates for supply chain relocation Second will China lose global market share in goods exports Third What would makes India and Vietnam attractive destinations for large scale manufacturing in Asia? Fourth, what are the key advantages and limitations for other ASEAN economies? Last, what are the growth implications for India and Vietnam building in supply chain relocation? In this Q series Redux report, we provide an integrated bird eye view of the developing Asian economies that could gain from the currently underway supply chain shifts. We leverage UBS strategist's previous analysis which estimated that only 30% of China's gross exports are in industries that do not have strong competitive onshore supply chain advantages. The global tech team at UBS estimates that nearshoring momentum has also been picking up. We conducted a scorecard analysis to evaluate individual Asian economies based on a group of fundamental factors. In our analysis, India and Vietnam stands out as attractive destinations for shifting supply chains. In the rest of ASEAN, few of the economies make up out a niche in areas where they have a competitive advantage. Malaysia may further develop its incumbent advantage in the electronic supply chain, while Indonesia and Thailand make inroads into the EV supply chain. Although China may lose market share in some areas of global exports, China shall continue to be a key value-added contributor to production in the rest of Asia. In the near term, we believe no other single Asian economy could replace China's manufacturing capacity and efficiency. China plus one should continue to be the key framework for supply chain reconfiguration ahead. We think India has an absolute advantage in terms of population size and demographic structure, providing both a large low-cost labor force and a sizable domestic market to absorb manufacturing shift. Since 2019, India has improved markedly on many key fronts. These include competitive corporate tax rate, low manufacturing cost, ease of doing business, and most importantly, the policy intent, US dollar 36 billion production-linked incentive scheme. to boost manufacturing besides political and macro stability however india is significantly disadvantaged by higher logistic costs low labor productivity and regulatory impediments similarly vietnam still has among the lowest labor costs in asia on top of a low corporate tax rate vietnam's government continues to offer extra policy support for foreign investment In addition, its geographical proximity and supply chain connections to China affords Vietnam a unique position under China Plus One. However, the country is hampered by its relatively small-scale infrastructure and the gaps within it. The other ASEAN countries face similar skill limitations to Vietnam. We believe that the ASEAN countries' strengths 
are in niche areas wherein a domestic supply ecosystem and well-understood incentives are in place. Malaysia has a well-established ecosystem and long-term incentives that might help it maintain its edge in the semiconductor industry. Thailand benefits from good infrastructure and ranks well in ease of doing business indices. However, labour cost is relatively high there. Indonesia is intensifying its efforts in resource-based industrialization, levering its dominant position in commodities, especially those relating to EVs such as nickel. The risks to this strategy include protectionism and execution risk. We build a framework to analyze the impact on India's potential growth, which is 6% under various scenarios in which it gains market share in global goods exports. Were China plus one supply chain shifts to continue and India to benefit from the government's reform agenda and increased FDI, this could help move towards 6.25 to 6.75 YOI growth by 2030 in an upside scenario and towards 6.75 to 7.25 YOI growth under a blue sky scenario. The boost to India's direct job creation could be 1 to 4 million per annum with a similar indirect impact as well. Vietnam has been growing as a stable manufacturing hub. We expect continued supply chain relocation to play an important role in helping the country achieve its development goal of 7% annual GDP growth for 2021-30. To sum up, UBS strategist analysis estimated that only 30% of China's gross exports are in industries that do not have strong competitive onshore supply chain advantages. We think no single economy has the potential to match the scale, size, and competitiveness of China's onshore supply chain network. India and Vietnam stands out as attractive destinations for shifting supply chains. A few of other Asian economies may carve out a niche in areas where they have comparative advantage. This content has been prepared by UBSAG, its subsidiaries and or affiliates, and is purely informational in nature. It is not investment research and does not contain an investment recommendation nor investment or professional advice. It is not an offer or solicitation to engage in any investment activity, and you should seek your own financial, tax, and legal advice before engaging in any such activity. UBS has no responsibility to you in relation to this content and has no regard to your personal circumstances or investment objectives, and receiving it does not imply any form of client relationship with UBS for any legal, regular or tax purpose. This content is not intended for distribution into any jurisdiction where to do so would be contrary to law or regulation. UBS does not accept any liability over the content of such material or reliance upon any information contained herein. The views and opinions expressed by any guest speaker or third party are not those of UBS. Accordingly, UBS does not accept any liability over any such views and opinions expressed by such persons. This content is the valuable intellectual property of UBS, and UBS specifically prohibits the redistribution of it in whole or in part without its prior written permission. Copyright UBS 2023. The key symbol and UBS are among the registered and unregistered trademarks of UBS. All rights reserved.